back to Bourbon Barrel Talk. We're on the 12 Days of Ofo. I'm your host, Scott. Today, we're sitting down with Josh and Tyler, and we are on day six of the 12 Days of Ofo, and we are drinking my favorite of don't, the don't, series. Don't take away my love here. Right, on the you, sixth day of old foe, Whiskey Row gave to me 1910 Old Fine Whiskey. Reigning in at 93 proof. It's our third day in the Whiskey Row series. Uh, and this one, I believe, is uh, one of the best. And I'll probably talk about it a little more, but this bottle right here is what got me into Old Forester a little over two years ago when it first got released. And I just drank the hell out of this thing, and then it's just slowly evolved for me. So, Tyler, you want to tell us a little bit about it? Sure. And, yeah, man, I love that this is – kind of what introduced you to old forester and i will tell i didn't know that being old foe fanboy you know but uh i will tell you it's introduced a lot of people to old forester this is the one in the last two years that really caught the world on fire and alongside you know having uh jackie and our ambassadors and those folks in the field and having a home place to tell our, our story this one put us on the map as well uh we made what we thought would be a year's supply or so and released it October of 2018. I think we were out by February of 2019. I'd like to take a little bit of the responsibility for that. Because I'm sure it was half you. Yeah. A number of these bottles ended up in my bourbon bunker just stocked away because, you know, fear, fear of missing out. So yeah, it was one of those weird deals, man. Like it, it catches the world on fire and then we're out for nine months while more, matured in its second barrel because this is the old forester double oaked expression uh and just a great story that falls in line once again with our history here on whiskey row it is called 1910 old fine whiskey because in 1910 a lot of people may or may not know that this building was our original office from 1881 until 1919 and you know george and them were finding huge success but 1910 comes along the building catches fire and the bourbon that we were about to bottle up we had to uh find something to do with it so they ran out got some more barrels put that stock back into barrel for over two years while they made all the repairs until we could get back into the building finally they come around and they dump it and it's something totally unique it's not the old forester that they've been making since 1870 but owsley who uh, was in charge by that point he decides "Ah, let's make something special they just did the one batch the one time they decided to bottle it up and they called it 1910 very fine old whiskey and they just did the one batch the one time but in essence, that was the first ever double oaked bourbon. So you might say another first for Old Forester in the bourbon industry. And, you know, double oak went away for the next 99 years or so until uh, it was reintroduced again uh, just by, by Woodford, yeah. by our sister brand. But, um, yeah, just a great story that, that very much hits home for us. Uh, right here on Whiskey Row. And I think that's one of the reasons why I love this bottle so much. And, and, and the funny thing is I didn't realize originally it was double oaked until I guess it was probably, I don't know, about a year ago. We, we, we'd had a discussion about it and somebody had brought it up and I was like, you're kidding me, right? And they're like, no, that's, that's what makes this a different, you know, variety. And then Josh brought it up again just a, a few weeks ago. He was talking and he goes, man, we've been drinking, you know, you know, double oak or toasted barrels for forever. You know, what's up with that? And I'm like, 
I don't know. I'm like, it's one of those funny things because it I, just became really popular for people to want finished whiskey of late. You know, the toasted barrel, the the different chars, the double oaked. It, it's just become popular, but it's really been out there for a while. Yeah. No, absolutely. And and, and the funny thing is, is I I think the the glamour kind of came from not necessarily as much your all sister brand, but another brand that's just right down the street from Mo Forrester kind of made that toasted series really popular. Um, but you know, it's one of those, it's it's one of those things that, uh, it's, it's, it's just really, really unique that, you know, just putting something in a, and I, and from my understanding what now when they're toasting this, like they're not putting it in for, you know, two years, like they did in 1910. I mean, you're talking sometimes just days, whether it be 12, 20, 25 days, things like that. So, it's a really, really quick process in that double oaked barrel to really give those nice notes. And like when I get in this, it's like marshmallow and you get some nice like toasted flavors. And it's just, and then like you said, you know, just that nose right off the top. It's like, a, it's like a caramel apple, you the, know, so. This bottle or this, this whiskey has a beautiful nose to it. Of all the whiskey row series uh, bottles, there are the four of them. This one is the most fragrant to me. And, you know, it's got a really strong caramel smell to it. But, uh, you know, we're a couple, a month and a half here past Halloween. And to me, what I'm getting out of this is you take those uh, real sugar-packed pumpkins or candy corn, the candy corn pumpkins, and that's what this reminds me of. It's just a sugar-packed, beautiful flavor to it. And, you know, that's really just kind of like marshmallow in the general distinction. It just hasn't been cooked quite as much. I always burn my marshmallow, so I guess. Yeah. Well, you might get a little of that char in the back end then. Yeah. yeah. No, absolutely. This thing has a beautiful taste, though. Uh, it's uh, it, what I was describing is the caramel corn, you know, the pumpkins. You get that in the taste, too. It's just, it's full of sugar. And I'm sure that's the finished whiskey, the, you know, going through that second oak barrel, but. It's a beautiful whiskey. I wonder if we could, you know, somehow talk somebody into doing a barrel strength of this. I bet we can, and I bet we will. <laughs> Tyler, you know anybody that handles a barrel procurement program? I'll, I'll pass the word along. <laughs> you know, that is that a good question. That would be a totally different label. That is a good question for listeners at home, though, is, you know, there are fans out there. They want a, they want a single barrel, barrel-proof 1870 or a single barrel, barrel-proof 1910. Uh, fact is that doesn't really exist because these are batchings of a hundred or less barrels. So you could do a batch proof, you know, you could theoretically batch them all together into what you were going to take down to 93 proof and do a, a higher proof version of 1910. But so how do we do that as a single barrel? They, they don't, they don't really exist. It's a, it's the marriage of, you know, a hundred barrels or less that comes together to, to make these. And uh, I do like that Josh, we kind of introduced you to the hundred proof yep. signature and yeah. that's all this is guys. This is old Forester signature 100 that goes into a brand new second, uh, charred oak barrel for eight to nine months. In this case, Scott's right. Sometimes it's with, depending on the expression that you're making and who's distilling it, it's, it's two months, it's four months, whatever we do about eight to nine months. Uh, on this one and it's signature 100 that's been double oaked. Well, I think the the fact that you all are aging it that much, but you're watering it down that much, you know, take, uh, cause co- you, come on, man, it's proofing it, proofing down, it down. My bad, my bad. Proofing. <laughs> li- li- I, I should speak better. I do. I am on a bourbon podcast. I should figure out the word proof down. But anyway, the fact that it is proofed down so much, I think helps that difference whenever you guys are putting that much of a quality toast onto it. 
um, that it's able to bring down and you really are able to grab those flavors. But that, that, the caramel and the marshmallow and well, I, I just, mean, I love this pour. It's obvious that when old Forrester was designing this 1910, you really found the sweet spot of the proof that makes this what it is today. I mean, you're not going to, if this was at 120 proof, it would be a completely different whiskey. It wouldn't be what is this old fine whiskey here that is just a beautiful expression. No, you're exactly right. And sweet spot is the key term because this is not an oak bomb. We've been talking about apples and marshmallows and caramels and everything. And that is what you're getting out of that second barrel, even though you char that second barrel to within an inch of its life, wood is made of sugar. That's what we're doing. So you go in at 100 proof into that second barrel, which means there's already more water in there to more easily dissolve all the sugars that are in that second barrel. So they quickly dissolve and suck out those beautifully charred and caramelized sugars from that second barrel. And then you don't want an oak bomb or a char bomb, so you take it down to 93 proof and let all those beautiful sugars from that second barrel kind of manifest and so, just makes for a beautiful expression. It is beautiful. And I was telling you guys off the air today before we poured this one that uh, a couple months ago while sitting on the beach, I drank through a whole fifth of this and I may be just burnt out on it. I don't know if my palate has changed over the last two months of drinking hot shit or what, but this, it doesn't, it, my palate's not telling me it's anything like what I was drinking while I was sitting on the beach with salt water in my face and sand and everything else. But damn, this is an awesome whiskey. I, now I know why I started drinking Old Forester daily two years ago and it is this it's beautiful yeah no absolutely i mean every time i pull a bottle of this out i'm just like man in the and the and the thing is like i always go back to like man what did this taste like before they they, they proofed it down like because I, I am I'm, I'm i'm a i'm a single barrel snob you know I, I love you know the aspect of getting the hotter stuff and and that's been one of those things i'm always like can somebody just let me go like when they're bottling it and just a little that's just left out of the back can i just stuff it into a little you know decanter of some sort and just try it and take it home because man oh man i love this pour it is my absolute favorite of the old foresters i could drink it every day it it, it could be a desert island whiskey for me i'll be honest with you desert island whiskey man well i got enough in the bourbon bunker that if we have to do that we'll be okay uh, but it, you know, this is just, it's a, it's a very complex whiskey, uh, beautiful aroma to it, uh, beautiful finish, beautiful flavor. And I'm probably overusing the word beautiful, but I, I love it. It's a great whiskey. So, um, and just, I know we're on our third day here, I think, and tomorrow is going to be our last day of the whiskey row series. But if you have bought all four of these, they are beautiful to just sit and try side by side and you don't have to drink, you know, a whole glass of them as I would probably do anyway, but you pour yourself a little bit of them, try them neat, try them with a little bit of water in it. Maybe put a block of ice in there if you want and just explore the variation in these, the variety in them because no, it's out there. Absolutely. Side by side in these would a, it's going to really enlighten your palate and it's going to, give you the opportunity to really, really dive into bourbon and, and the different flavors you get from them because all four of the expressions are very different, even though they're the exact same mash bill, the exact same yeast strand. 
you get so much variety out of these and that just, you know, gives you just how many accolades we have to give to the, the, the people that took the time to, to blend these and batch these out that they just did a fantastic job when making these expressions. So tomorrow will be a hot proof whore for you because we're going to go to the 1920, which is 115 proof. And I want to say one of the hottest or the hottest of whiskey row. So today on the sixth day of old foe whiskey row gave to me my very first love of old foe, the 1910 old fine whiskey. It's got a blue tack strip on it. If you're looking for it in the liquor store, 93 proof, 93 proof, 1910 on the front, buy it. You'll love it. Absolutely. So if you want to find us at Bourbon Bro Talk, you can find us all the social media outlets. You're going to want to hit the subscribe button whenever you're listening to these episodes. That way you get them automatically, especially over the next, you know, few days, because there's a lot of episodes coming out. You're going to want to make sure they get downloaded and pick those up quickly. Um, Scott, Josh, Tyler signing off. Peace out. Cheers. Fanboy out.